0: Hey everybody, this is Heidi St. John. Welcome to the Busy Mom Podcast. Today is Wednesday, February 21st. I just got home from Tampa and I'm in the middle of a snowstorm here in my hometown of Battleground, Washington. But that's not gonna stop us because today we're gonna talk about week eight from MomStrong International's Bible study. We're gonna be talking a little bit about rejection and why true disciples remain. Also, I want to just give you a little bit of an update on what's happening in Hawaii and what is happening in California that threatens homeschooling. So stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. Alright, so I just got back from Tampa, Florida, and I'm not going to lie you guys. I know a bunch of you are listening to this in the in the in the frozen uh, north, <laughs> all the way across the United States. Most of us are freezing. Uh, and I know some of you are listening in the shower right now. I met a bunch of you. So a moment of silence. I met a bunch of you in Tampa. All you people who are listening in the shower. I met a great grandmother. Okay, so this totally, this actually completely made my day. And I'm gonna, I want to put her p- picture up on Instagram. I'll see if I can't get around to doing that. But I met this beautiful woman and i thought that she was with her daughter and her granddaughter and i said oh my goodness you brought your daughter and thank you so much and she said well actually this is my granddaughter and i said wait a second so you're telling me you're at the mom strong conference and you bought your granddaughter and so that makes the baby your granddaughter is holding your great grandchild and she said yes i wanted to become mom strong and i said can i get my picture with you I was like, this makes me so happy because this is the cry of my heart to really get a generation or two or three of mothers and grandmothers and even great grandmothers to engage in the process of discipling children. And it made my heart a hundred different kinds of happy to meet her and the hundreds of other people that I got to meet uh, over the last couple of weeks as we've traveled from MomStrong Conference to MomStrong Conference. And I just wanna encourage you, God is at work. You know, we've been talking a lot about what's happening in Florida and we talked about it at, uh, at the MomStrong Conference in Lakeland this last week. And I just, I'm gonna remind you again, there's a cause and effect that's happening right now in the culture between the dismissal of God from our schools and our government and the chaos that we see that fills the vacuum where God was. So whenever you take God out of anything, Evil will fill the vacuum. There is a huge vacuum there. And we have uninvited God from almost every aspect of life in Western culture. And that includes Europe. And I know a bunch of you are listening to this uh, in different parts of the world. But I think particularly right now here in the United States is being felt very keenly because when we uninvite God, we also uninvite his values. We uninvite what God values and God values human life. And uh, like I told you, I was speaking to my friends in Lebanon, Oregon, a couple of weekends ago. And again, I just did it in, in Tampa. And this next weekend, I'll be talking in McMinnville, Oregon to just say, hey, where are the Christians? How can we talk about protecting our children? Whether it's in you know protecting them from, uh, from human trafficking or protecting them from crazy people that go into schools with guns while we turn a blind eye to the brutal practice of abortion. It's incredible the hypocrisy, uh, and the truth is: here's the truth. We don't value human life, and if, as a culture, we don't value human life, why do we think our children will? You know, my husband and I talk about uh, what's happened in uh, in in Florida and what's happened, obviously, in many many schools across the country about uh, with regard to school shootings, and we both remember a time when kids brought their guns to school. <laughs> we we brought guns to school and we you know, brought them for show and tell. And sometimes we left our, our guns in the, in the pickup truck and sometimes it was locked and sometimes it wasn't. But kids weren't going in and shooting up uh, classrooms. They weren't killing other children. And you cannot legislate the evil that resides in the human heart. The Bible says that the heart of man is desperately wicked. And good people don't need laws and evil people won't abide by them anyway. And that's the truth. I remember a long time ago uh, when I was signing a contract for something, a friend of mine said to me, because I was nervous about the contract, you know, you guys guys ever sign like a, you know, the first time you sign your mortgage contract or whatever contract you enter into, a lot of it's just sort of lawyers, and we look at it and go, what am I even signing? And I'll never forget my friend saying to me, you know, after he looked it over and said, yeah, this is a legal contract, this is good. But he said, Heidi, here's the deal. A good man doesn't need a contract and an evil person doesn't abide by it anyway. And so that's where the law comes in. But we're looking at the, we're trying to legislate the human heart in this country right now. And we can't legislate the human heart. You can't legislate evil that resides uh, in the hearts of human beings. And so I, I, and I was watching the die-in that happened the other day in front of the Capitol. These young people who are screaming and yelling for uh, for the government to, step in and save the day. And uh, just like I've said many times here on the podcast, you know we had a, a president in office for eight years, Barack Obama, who got elected because we're looking for hope and change while we're murdering our unborn, while we're uh, promoting what God says is sin in, form, in the form of homosexual marriage. And uh, we're, we're, expect, we're asking for God's blessing, but we've rejected God. And I fear for the next generation of young people who are watching this evil, filling the vacuum, where God should be and it's unfolding all around them and a generation of adults who should be pointing out the cause and effect between the rejection of God and the uninvitation that we have extended uh, and they simply won't do it. We're not pointing out the cause and effect and we can take every precaution we want to and if we fail in this, it won't make any difference. I heard uh, Pastor Tony Evans talking about this the other day and he said, things are gonna get worse. And they will, unless and until we come back to God and we start to stand up and say, no, this isn't right. This isn't good. We won't stand by and allow our children to be slaughtered. We won't stand by and allow the innocent, the unborn to be killed in this country without so much as a, as a backward glance from the church. And yet we're not doing that. We're parading around uh, talking about social justice and uh, we're in trouble. And so I have been, you know, even even in Florida and you know, as I said I was just there, which by the way, your weather Florida, you just bang, you 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 guys don't even understand February. <laughs> it's a snowstorm here in Washington state right now, which is unusual even for this neck of the woods. But I'll tell you when I was in Florida, the pain is it's palpable. And it's important that we understand that the hope and change we're looking for is never going to be found apart from walking in right relationship with God and inviting him back in. And so as God's people, it is our responsibility to pray to that end, to get involved in as many places as we can and to kindly pray and to kindly talk to the people who are around us about what the real problem is. I just, I so appreciate it. If you get a chance, listen to uh, Tony Evans talk about this. Uh, I'm sure if you just Googled it, it was amazing. Uh, probably one of the best things I've heard uh, uh, spoken about about this particular thing. Also, I wanted to update you. I came on here last Wednesday and talked at great length about what was happening in Hawaii. And the Hawaii people, and I know several people who live in homeschool in Hawaii, and they were saying, listen, Hawaiians are, are typically, you know, they're they're sort of, um, they're quiet. We don't get upset about things. We're very laid back. But they showed up in droves. This was incredible, nearly a 1,000 people uh submitted pieces of testimony and uh, senator uh kaleje uh had requested that this bill be put before uh, be given for a vote and uh he yanked it he pulled it because so many people came and offered testimony uh in defense of homeschooling and against his bill that would have required child welfare services to conduct a child abuse and neglect inquiry into a child whose parents wanted to homeschool them. So basically they were equating homeschooling with abuse. And then that information would then go to the Department of Education so the state could do a background check before approving or denying the applicant. Well, parents came out in droves. I was so proud of you guys in Hawaii. It was amazing to watch, Uh, amazing for me to watch, amazing for so many of my friends who are watching uh, the legal threats to homeschooling right now that are coming out of one case. Uh, well, this was a case in Hawaii several years ago. Uh, and actually the Senator who represented uh, who represented this bill that he put before the Senate said that his wife was homeschooled and that the bill was never intended to be discriminatory or disrespectful, but uh, it was discriminatory, absolutely for sure. And he said, and I was actually impressed, he said the democratic process works and it's evident today. When hundreds of parents and children came to the legislature to make their voices heard, their voices were heard. And that is what needs to happen. That's what needs to happen in Hawaii. That's what needs to happen in California. There's another bill right now that's before uh, the California uh, Senate. And uh, it's a little on the crazy side too. And so I want you guys to just, be aware, if you're listening to this and you're in California, uh, the authors of the bill that are, they're trying to pass in California are asserting that the purpose of the proposed law is to protect children in home-based private schools by mandating, <laughs> this is cracking me up. I can't even stand it, by mandating annual fire inspections. Uh, it, it's it's insanity. So this is gonna basically say that if you have a fewer than six students, you had been exempt before, but now you're no longer exempt. So they're going to, it's basically an attempt to give unbridled power to state officials to enter the private homes of homeschooling families to quote, look around and make sure that the children are safe. This is such an overreaction to the Turpin case that it's almost laughable if it wasn't an actual threat. And so parents, I just wanna encourage you, uh, there are, you have the ability to make your voice heard. And I wanna encourage you, just like your friends did in Hawaii, get the word out to your fellow homeschoolers. Anyone who cares about freedom, whether they homeschool or not, uh, this is a threat to freedom. And if the state can do this to homeschoolers, no one is safe from its overreaching, uh, overreaching power. The intent of the bill is to protect children from abuse, but there's no credible evidence that homeschooled children are more susceptible to abuse than any other child. And so to be fair, According to HSLDA, which I completely agree with them, every home with children should be subject to this kind of scrutiny. And uh, no citizen that I know would stand for this kind of invasion in their home. So Californians, uh, this is Hawaii was up last week and you're up this week. And I just want you to pray and consider how you can get involved and help defeat AB 2756 and any other proposed legislation that might affect private homeschooling. Uh, this is so important for you to understand what's happening in the state of California and to to be aware, call your senator, show up. Uh, they're saying that the first hearing will be no, later, no earlier rather than March 19th. So um, you can follow this by just Googling AB2756 and this information will come up for you. So I'm looking forward to uh, seeing what you do. Don't let your government target homeschoolers because of an abuse case that happened to involve a so-called homeschooler. That's discrimination at its height, and uh, homeschooling parents uh, have the ability, and they're represented. They're represented well by HSlda. That you guys are represented well by uh, Chia of California, who are friends of mine. Uh, get out there and make your voices heard. All right, I'm going to spend the last couple of minutes today talking to you about something I think is is uh, well. We can feel it in the culture today. And this idea. So at MomStrong International, we're going through uh, first. We're going through the Book of John, and we're in chapter six, verses sixty to seventy-one. And we were talking about how Jesus understands rejection. In the next several weeks, we're going to turn our attention away from the Book of John, and we're going to start teaching a little bit more on false teachers. I've had such an incredible response to my podcast the other day about false teachers and how can you tell a true. Uh, teacher of the word of god from a false teacher which frankly are everywhere in the world today um i heard someone say the other day that adam and eve that they that our uh our theology for caring about refugees should come from adam and eve because adam and eve were the first refugees uh, it's stunning to me it i'm literally i'm almost speechless because We have such a lack of discernment in the culture today because if you can say that the refugees who are fleeing for their lives from tyrannical regimes like the ones in Iran and and Pakistan and other places around the world where Christians are being threatened because of their faith is the same as God telling Eve, don't eat the fruit. Eve eats the fruit. She reaps the consequences of her disobedience. And now all of a sudden she's a refugee? There's a lot of great theology for why we should care about refugees. That isn't one of them. And so uh, we're trying to uh, take you deeper into the Bible over at MomStrong International. This last week, we were in John chapter six, verses 60 to 71, talking about rejection. There's a whole study that goes along with it. I hope you'll join me over there at momstronginternational.com. And we're I'm kind of giving you the three R's of rejection. So what do you do? when someone rejects you. Uh, we Everybody knows how that feels. It hurts when people reject us. And uh, we're gonna talk about how Jesus responded to rejection and consider our own response when we feel unwanted or rejected. Because when it's all said and done, basically that we have three options that determine how we respond when we face the sting of rejection. And so if that's you, if you've been struggling with, with rejection, or if you just simply wanna get into the word of, of God with us and study the book of John, that's what we're doing right now over at MomStrong International. We just wanna encourage you, head on over and uh, check it out. You will be really encouraged. The scripture writing challenge is there, and that is free. It is there every week. You just have to register for a free account over at momstronginternational.com. And also, I just wanna encourage you to be in the word. There's nothing magic that, uh, that happens When uh, a person is given the discernment by the holy spirit to read and understand the word of god I talked to a young mother about this when I was in tampa this last weekend and she was saying She said I don't know if I can read the bible and understand it because I don't have a degree I don't have a theology degree. I didn't go to the go to you know Whatever bible college or go to seminary and here's the truth. You don't need that If you have the holy spirit if you know the lord jesus if you've accepted jesus as your lord and savior then you've been given the gift of the Holy Spirit and God will help you understand his word. And that really is the goal of at Strong International to train up a generation of mothers and grandmothers and women who have influence in the life of a child to say, it's not enough for us to know this stuff. We're gonna know it so we can teach it to the next generation. And boy, oh boy, if that wasn't something we need him out now more than ever. Um, I'm gonna be in McMinnville this next weekend at Adventure Christian Church. If you are in uh, the Portland, Vancouver, uh, Eugene uh, area at all. If you're near McMinnville, come on out. I'll be there all day. And we are gonna have a fantastic time at Adventure Christian Church. I'll be there February 24th. So this coming Saturday, you guys, come out and see me. I am so excited to see, to see you and to just uh, love on you a little bit and share a message that God has on my heart. And uh, after that, the next thing that I will be at is coming right up. So if you are uh in the Nashville area, that's where I will be next. I will be at Teach Them Diligently in Nashville from March 8th until the 10th. So come on out. If you've got a question that you'd like me to address at Mailbox Monday, please shoot me an email, podcast at the com And also join me on Friday. My friend, Ann Dunnigan, is gonna be on the show with me. If you're not familiar with Ann, she and her husband founded Mission-Minded Families, and they've uh, they've been in ministry and in missions in particular for a very long time, and I have a wonderful uh, relationship with Ann, and I cannot wait for you guys to hear her heart for you and what God is doing around the world. So come on back and join me on Friday, and I'll see you back there. Have a fantastic Wednesday, everybody.